0: well hello everyone and welcome back to bougie best friend podcast i hope you're having a fantastic day because you are fantastic and you deserve to have a beautiful day so i hope you're doing whatever you can do to make yourself feel better i hope you're doing i don't know why i'm being so deep in this intro already but no i'm seriously i hope that you have the best day ever i really do because i'm in such an amazing mood right now i interview this is actually part 2 of my interview with nadia nadia is an alignment and manifestation coach and she's helping you achieve your wildest dreams by just helping you align your behavior. Also what I love about her, she's talking about financial blockages and make sure to find part one so you can get a little intro and learn more about her and how she started her coaching program and how she went from broke to making six figures at the age of 23, I believe. I can't even believe that she's so young, she's so smart. Yes, she's twenty-four. Okay. I had the best, best time talking to her. That's why we went on and on. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to split this conversation into two because I can't cut any of this out because you just you're just like a value machine. You're just providing value after value. So I'm like, okay my bougie besties need to hear that yes thank you for tuning in and if you're enjoying the show please leave a five-star rating and review because it means the absolute world and I'm gonna read one of the reviews I recently got that made me really happy this review is coming from Jenny this is the subject she truly is my bougie bestie Love this. I really love listening to this podcast when I'm driving and doing admin. I throughout enjoy her podcast. She creates women empowering shows. Listening to her podcast has inspired me to be a better version of myself and to be a better bougie bestie to my friends and family. So proud of all the hard work you do, Coco. Oh, this makes me so happy. And honestly, I love when I hear that my podcast or my content is inspiring you to go after that promotion, to go after that opportunity that you were that in the past you would be afraid to ask for because you just thought you're not worthy of you don't deserve it or any of the limiting beliefs you impose on yourself. And this episode is going to be perfect for anyone who wants to get rid of those limiting beliefs and just go after your dreams. Okay, without further ado, let's get into the episode let's talk about astrology. First off, where did you get all of this knowledge (laughs) and wisdom? And like,
1: where is this coming from? So I will tell you as a manifesting generator myself, um, it's always self directed research. Like I whenever I get a curiosity about astrology, I'm like Google search, or let me look this up in my book. It's like, I just innately get so curious about astrology that I'm always doing my own research in a way that doesn't feel like it's like, oh, okay, I need to study this. But it's like, I actually really want to know what is this when this placement is in this house, like what does that mean for someone? And I think it's also like I am really fascinated by human behavior and like personalities and like me too. Yeah, like that is like my favorite. And and astrology gives so much insight as to why people behave the way they behave. For example, when I'm working with my clients, if I see your birth chart and I have your human design map, I know mm-hmm. so much about you already that will make it that much easier for me to help you and for me to see you as who you are rather than I'm trying to find it. And I know I did it like if you can't find it right now Maybe. well you can, can I do it fast you can do, do it, it yeah if you want to go to um my human design yeah. like uh, human design chart actually there's an app where did human design come from because that's pretty new it was term yeah it was born in the 80s i think like 1981 or something like that um by this guy his name i think is raw i don't know the exact name i should know this but i don't oh, but basically it's it's a Kind of similar to like, if you think about INFJs or like the Myers-Briggs personality test, it's, it's like that, that, but for your energy type. So it's like a modern day combination of astrology, the chakra system, the Kabbalah, like all of that different, those like schools of thought slash like theories all put together into one. And it's a way for you to understand how you are meant to function in this lifetime, what purpose you came here to accomplish, how your energy flows and kind of how you can honor that energetic flow to feel the most aligned. also tells you your manifestation strategy like manifestation is not a one size fits all approach and human design gives you the roadmap of what it actually looks like for you to be the most magnetic and abundant it says i'm a generator okay interesting interesting it says that you're a generator and what else does it say my strategy is to respond mm-hmm. my inner authority is sacral mm-hmm. okay so it's your intuition so what that says um because intuition is different for everybody as well and your human design map tells you how your intuition comes through but for you like your intuition hits in the moment because it's either a hell yes or a hell no. And if it's a Mm -hmm. hell yes, you're going to feel it viscerally on a physiological level. Like you might go like a, or like a, like a facial expression or like an audible sound. And then if it's a no, it's going to feel like, "Eh." i don't know if i really want mm. that like it might be a physical like you might say something or make a facial expression or it's like i it might feel like feel like a literal gut feeling what would you say to those people who don't believe in astrology or human design or any of those like personality
0: tests or whatever
1: it's funny because i used to be like well let me convince you because i have all the facts but now i'm just kind mean. of like if you don't believe in it like it's it is what it is yeah, like you, me, do you, yeah you do you i think it's really beneficial to at least know about it because it gives you so much insight that you otherwise would not have been able to frame in that way for example if you know your moon sign you understand your emotional reactions to things and you understand Mm -hmm. why for example when you're feeling really dysregulated emotionally you need to be out in nature like it tells you so much of that kind of information of like and you don't have to take all of it and be like okay yeah that is me like use your discretion if there's something that you're like i don't really resonate with that it's okay take what resonates and leave what doesn't but also astrology is like older than every major religion just saying just saying When is your birthday? February twentieth. So what is that? Uh Pisces, Pisces. or
0: okay mm-hmm. i am an aries i love that tell me what do you what do you know about aries people in general so i
1: actually need your big three your sun your okay, moon and your i'm rising. an aries
0: gemini scorpio
1: gemini moon or gemini rising moon gemini moon actually so i totally, totally see scorpio interesting and scorpio rising makes so much sense for you because your rising sign rules like your physical appearance and scorpio risings always have very piercing eyes like very sharp very <laughs> like um uh not dark but like almost like seductive in a way like with the long lashes and the thick eyebrows like that is so scorpio rising energy i'm so here for it <laughs> you're like yeah that's- <laughs> i love it <laughs> i've been seeing these tiktoks
0: recently about like blue eyes and people like staring at you yeah with blue eyes and they're like and now i see why they stare but honestly my eyes are so sensitive i usually can't even like
1: open them that like one it. yeah that yeah. is too funny but also gemini moon makes Since like you are probably someone who when you're feeling really emotional about something, you need to talk it out with someone, you need to be able to like bounce your ideas off of somebody kind of like vent about it with your words. And that's what helps you like move through the emotional process. Does that resonate? Um, I think...
0: I don't talk much when it comes to, I feel like I keep it more inside. Interesting. And then when I made a decision, I'm ready to talk about it. Ah. Because at some point in my life, when I was, I had this bad like relationship, breakup, whatever, I was talking to my friends and they were all giving me horrible advice. And they kind of like convinced me that my feelings were kind of wrong. That I, like, imagine somebody comes to you and they're like, I'm really unhappy in this relationship. And they're like, well, there's worse things out there. Like, you should be happy with. You know, I hope you have more It's friends. also like when it's you terrible advice. Oh yes, yeah, they're all canceled. <laughs> That's the that's the cut that's the cut off queen. It's like, okay. But that all happened after my thirtieth birthday. After I turned thirty, I swear something the Saturn return or whatever happens, something happened in my mind in my life, and I just decided to stop doing things for other people. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to live life for myself because what I've been doing so far, meaning making everybody else around me happy and I was just always putting myself last because as women we were always taught to be like giving and we need to, you know sacrifice ourselves. Mm -hmm for the collective or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was doing. I was always putting other people in front of me Mm -hmm. and I saw that that's not really working out. So Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck it, I'll just be selfish. And then that kind of transferred into not selfish, but like self-love. Yeah, I think it, I mean, I had to go through a lot of pain in my life to realize that I should put myself first. Mm -hmm. And And I think a lot of women were taught to not do that.
1: 100% that's something that I think every woman has to work through at some point in her life is like, how can I start putting myself first for a change? But I'm curious with your human design, map on the profile which would be two numbers is there a three anywhere in there profile it says one one four one four like one interesting quarter. okay interesting the one means that you're an investigator, um, which is basically that like you are here to do research on things that interest you and then share that those findings with other people. Because you have a very curious, very analytical mind and you feel most comfortable and you feel the safest when you know things about things. And then the four is the opportunist, I believe. So you probably have a lot of connections, like networking in your career has probably been like a real staple nice. for you. It's about who you know. When you have a four in there, it's all about who you know. So that's really interesting. Mm. I thought there might be a three in there because people that have a three in their profile. The first thirty years of their life are basically that, like trial and error, but also like putting themselves last. And then from thirty and beyond mm. is when they're like, yeah, no, it's me first. Like I'm in the driver's seat this time. It's so easy. interesting. Mm-hmm. I love this. I'm gonna send this
0: to you, and you can be like, okay, this is what you need to work on. I'm is gonna, gonna literally, you if do? you just
1: text it to me, I will send you like a five minute long voice note with like all of the insights.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. What would you say when? let's say somebody is in a relationship with somebody and like their stars and their signs are not aligned Compiable, yeah. and then you know you're like okay you love somebody but then maybe you go to a reader and they tell you like oh
1: this person is not good for you like mm-hmm. and then you have all like you always have that like subconsciously somewhere yeah i think that's a really interesting question i know a lot of people are always thinking about this astrology it won't tell you if somebody's good for you or not it simply tells you how harmonious your relationship will be based on the way that you are both made as individuals. So, like for example, let's take two traditionally incompatible signs. Like we'll do Pisces and Leo. Water sign mm. and fire sign, typically not very compatible because they're very different as people. That's what makes them incompatible. It's not that like they just don't get along or they it's just that they're different. And it's like different can still work, but it's gonna take more effort to understand each other and be able to make it harmonious. Astrology will tell you the extent to which it will be easy and in for you guys to get along. But that doesn't mean that just because you have two completely like incompatible birth charts, it doesn't mean you can't be together that the relationship is bad. It just means there's going to be a little more work to do to be able to understand each other and function in a a joint relationship together and like coexist. Random question. Do you believe in soulmates? Do you mean like everyone has the one person that will be good for them for their whole lives? Before the
0: definition of soulmates was exactly that, that there's one person for everyone Mm -hmm. and like their souls were disconnected. But I think that now, okay, so I interviewed this guy Mm -hmm. His name is Coot Blackson. His story is so inspiring. Like he grew up in Ghana and like then he moved to America on his own and like his Mm -hmm. father was in the church or something like something super spiritual. And he said that soulmates and relationships are a promise and commitment to each other that you're going to help your souls grow yeah yeah i
1: was like wow that's so interesting that's exactly what it is and that's always how i describe it that's what i was gonna go into like the explanation i was gonna go into literally when i asked of like okay what do you mean by that because i think so many people have that question from what i've learned from like spiritual knowledge and stuff it's like before you are actually born and you incarnate into this lifetime your soul had an agreement with every single person you would have a relationship with in this lifetime and you both mutually agreed that yes we're gonna meet in this lifetime under these circumstances and And the reason why we're doing it is because we have a specific lesson we're both meant to teach each other through the nature of our relationship. So for example, like your parents, you chose those before you were born. Your siblings, your friends every single person you would come into contact with in your life, you knew that coming into it and you chose it for a reason. And I think that's really powerful because a lot of people get in this like victim mentality, like if only I was born to parents who are more capable, or if only I had a childhood that was less traumatic or something like that. The thing to remember is that your soul chose those circumstances on purpose, knowing that it would be the perfect environment for you to have the opportunities to grow because with challenges comes growth. Like you might have like, you might think Mm -hmm. to yourself, Oh my God, like that one toxic relationship that you had with that guy that was so painful and so so difficult for you. It might be easy to be like man I wish it just never happened, but like what if you thought about it from the perspective of why would I have chosen this dynamic with this person? Why would I have chosen to come across this person in my lifetime and have a relationship? Maybe because I needed to learn how to put myself first. Maybe because the nature of this relationship with this person, I would be sacrificing myself because that's where I was at in that point in time. Through that dynamic and through the pain of that situation, I was then able to learn, no, I need to put me first. That's the key to my happiness is filling my own cup. So it's like it's all nothing is a coincidence and yeah, soulmates do exist and you knew that going into your current lifetime
0: okay this is again i'm going to share a little story when i was going through this motion that was like a few years ago Mm -hmm. i was trying to find help anywhere i was like talking to this astrologist that astrologist i didn't like really listen to podcasts or anything like that because podcasting wasn't really that big at that time Mm -hmm. so i was going on youtube and i was looking at these ted talks and (laughs) random shit Mm -hmm. but i came across this astrologist and she was reading my chart like just visualize a girl heartbroken it doesn't know what the fuck's going on moved to this country on her own Mm -hmm. she thinks that this is like her person and then all of a sudden you're like alone totally Mm -hmm. you're so like what the fuck and this was before my content now i used to be a makeup artist so i was like posting just like makeup videos your typical beauty blogger Mm -hmm. but like nothing self-help related at all Mm -hmm. and she was like your mission in life is to help people you're fucking serious like i'm here how like i'm on the floor right now can't smile. Like I am supposed to help people. Like, what am I supposed to help anybody? Yeah, Honestly, at this point, I'm not even thinking about this is a podcast. I'm just like telling you the story. (laughs) She told me that in my previous lives, Mm -hmm. I was a princess, honestly, or like a queen, or I was like an actress or something that I was always glorified by men, but it was more like I was dependent on them because, you know, back then, like if you're a princess or if you're living, you know, whatever, if you're like a queen, you are just, you know, you're just like belong to men. Mm -hmm. So she said in this lifetime, my mission was also to learn how to be self-reliant. As long as I follow what my like life mission is... Mm that good things are going to happen in my life. And like, I just have to follow whatever I'm destined to do, I guess. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, I had no idea what that meant. I had no idea what I was supposed to do. And then I had this one video that blew up on TikTok and I started posting dating content and that kind of transferred into mindset and confidence and everything else. Mm -hmm. And now I'm getting messages every single day from women that I changed their life, that I saved them from that toxic relationship. So I definitely agree. You have to go through these things sometimes so you can learn and you can help
1: other people. A hundred percent. That's such a beautiful story. And that's what I hope people get inspired that like their pain is not for nothing. Your pain is never for nothing. There is a very specific reason as to why you are being brought to the depths of despair. And it's because that's the only way to learn the lessons, especially if you're someone who in this lifetime, you are tasked with helping raise the collective consciousness and raise the vibration of the planet. It's like, you only know how to do that when you've been in the lows and you know what it took to get you back to the highs. Like you knew the mindset shifts and the lessons that needed to be learned to get you there and now you get to help people do that without necessarily them having to reach the same like rock bottom that you did but something that i'm curious about with your main mission what is your north node and south node in your birth chart do you know is that in uh, astrology human design mm-hmm. or it's your astrology um birth chart what's that app um coast no i wouldn't do costar because I, I don't even think costar shows you north node i would do the it's called charts Literally just the charts app. Because your north node and your south node give you context as to the past lives and the the thing that you came to accomplish here. Because your south node, the sign that it's in, represents the qualities you came into this life already having mastered. And your north node points the dir- into the direction of what you're supposed to embody in this lifetime, like a new lesson that you're meant to learn so that you can fulfill your purpose and your destiny. So
0: if we know the signs okay, while I'm downloading this app, can
1: you just say that again? Yeah.
0: For those who maybe want to understand it.
1: So two okay. of the most important or the most important aspect in your chart or the most important part of your chart is your North node and your South node. And your South node placement is basically the qualities you came into this life already having mastered. So it speaks to your past lives and the lessons that you've already learned. Um, And it's like your comfort zone, your area of genius, like what you're already really good at. And then your North node points to your destiny, which is like the lessons and the energy that you're meant to learn how to embody in this lifetime, because that will get you towards your purpose. So it's like South node is comfort zone, safe space. Space, but if you do too much of it, you're not really going to grow as much, you're going to stay kind of stagnant. And then the north node is a territory that might feel a little bit scary, but it is what's going to help you grow and reach your fullest potential if you choose to go in that direction. So that's north and south node. Yeah. Okay, got it. North node. Capricorn. Mm, so that means that your South that node mean? is in Cancer, right? Yes. Okay. So, Cancer South node means that it's so funny. I have so many friends with that, that exact placement. South node in Cancer means that the qualities that you already naturally embody are very maternal. You're really good at unconditional love. You're really good at being a safe space for people to be able to like process things and like move through things. You're probably like very sentimental um, and like close to your roots, maybe you have like a really close relationship with your family. But then mm-hmm. your Capricorn North node is is basically like your mission in this lifetime is exactly what that lady was telling you. You're here to help people learn how to process their pain and learn how to go through the karmic cycles that are really, really difficult, but that we reap the most rewards in because again, with the depths... like the more the deeper you go the the higher you're able to rise and like capricorn is all about like the hard lessons it's all about like the really having to like right like you probably experienced quite a few like traumatic experiences in your life that were like really hard every weak. yeah and that's like ca- it's capricorn north node energy it's because you're meant to tr- help people turn that pain into power and like create wisdom from their wounds it's a big mission to fulfill and it can be kind of like painful sometimes but it's for a reason like you are here to help people fulfill that exact thing for themselves of so like she,
0: she read me right she read
1: you right she did you right she got it right on the money. oh my god
0: okay so when i click on this capricorn north note mm-hmm. it says this energy is shown in which house, house
1: to uh, values. Right. Yeah. What does that mean? Interesting. So what that means is the energy of your North Node sign is expressed in the area of your life relating to finances, values. Do you feel like you really like to focus on helping women with their finances and helping women like learn their financial lessons to be able to become like wealthy and, and successful in that way? I don't do this now because
0: I am not financially educated enough to be the guide. Like I have this book by this guy. I'm sure you've seen him, uh, Ramit. Safety, mm-hmm. i'll teach you to be rich mm-hmm. i started reading that i want like he has this silly i mean it's not silly but like this funny like show on netflix when he like sits down with couples and talks about money mm-hmm. but i would love to be more financially aware i'm good with my money as i told you in croatia life is so much different like in Croatia people don't really have credit cards I mean yeah. they do now but like back then they're like cash is king how much money you have that's how much money you spend so like debt and stuff like that I know in the U.S. like you go to school you have a lot of what's it called? loans student loans you have a bunch of student loans or something so that was never my case and I'm pretty good with money mm-hmm. I recently got a pre-approved for my Amex Platinum mm-hmm. first off growing up in Croatia, whenever I would see like an Amex, I was like, yo, this is so insane. Oh my God. I was so impressed by these people because I'm like, oh, they made it. They made it in life. And then when I got this letter that I got pre-approved, I was like, me? Like, how did I even get there? I was just so shocked. And then I decided to post it on my Instagram and TikTok just so other people can see that it's possible. And in the video, I said that growing up, I was always told by people that, you know, you're a pretty girl like you're, you'll are you be fine. Just marry somebody rich. Yeah. Or I never really believed in myself in that way. I never really thought that I can get it myself. I was always thinking like a guy has to give it to me or, you know, my, my pa- parents are still in Croatia. So obviously they're not going to give me an Amex. Yeah. So I was like, the only way I'll get it is just by me into it mm. and when I got it it was such a huge accomplishment for me not because of I know for some people you know it's it's not a big deal but for me it was like something that I seemed so unattainable for me mm-hmm. for so many years mm-hmm. I got it because I worked so hard and because of that and I'm like I just really I really want <laughs> like I mean my mission in life as the lady said is to help people mm-hmm. and I really love helping people like I love when women get to a certain goal or like when girls write to me saying I got this promotion because yeah. I'm inspired by you because I see whatever you went through. So how could I not go for it? So to answer your question about finances, I would love to be more financially savvy and you know I'm educating myself, but I'm not there yet. Okay.
1: I've I've had a lot of downloads come through as you've been explaining this to me. I don't know if I told downloads are like flashes of like knowledge that I feel the the need to share because that is so profound. First of all, I'm realizing with your Cancer South Node and Capricorn North Node it's really about the difference between the mother and the father role so Cancer is like the mother and Capricorn is the father so it makes sense that like you came into this lifetime having to learn the lesson of how to be the father for yourself because the father is also connected to like finances and responsibility and like the provider Mm -hmm. role so you came here to learn how to be the provider for yourself and like lean on yourself for that but the other thing I wanted to mention is like congrats on the card by the way that's amazing but the other Mm -hmm. thing I wanted to mention is like you don't have to wait for anything to qualify you to talk about this because financial advice, it's not, it doesn't always have to be about like concrete facts and like, okay, this is the market, this is how you do this. It's more about sharing the wisdom behind like mindset of finances and things like that. So it's like, don't feel like you need to wait to be qualified. You are always qualified as long as you are interested in it and it means something to you as a generator, you already have everything that you need. And this is the other thing is with the one in your profile, you're a one four. the one, like I was saying earlier, you feel safe safest when you have all the facts and all the research gathered. It's like you have all of that to make you feel safe and comfortable. But part of your lesson is learning that you don't always like there's never going to be a point in time where you feel fully ready and fully qualified. It's just not going to happen. Sometimes it's about do I feel excited and inspired enough by this? Like that can be enough. You don't have to like wait until it's like, okay, now I know this and there's never going to be a point in time where that feels like enough. I think if you just give yourself permission to really step into the role of like a not necessarily a financial advisor, but like a financial mindset coach, like you could totally do that and you don't have to wait to be qualified for it like you are ready at every point in time it's so funny even as i was telling you
0: like i always feel like i'm giving disclaimers and i'm like oh but i'm not really i'm you know i'm i'm not ready but like i'm trying and i'm not so it's like i'm already kind of not giving myself permission to talk about certain things because, because for me even like financial stability it's like when you have a sick mansion when you have a you know when you have seven fucking lambos and yep. not seven but five so but it's like you know like this is what i was always thinking like if you can only talk about money when you reach a certain
1: status like you don't have to wait for that like you already have all of the wisdom and the everything that you need to be impactful in that way like you don't have to prove your to prove it to yourself first or like have permission for it like you're already good and i think Like you said, you were giving the disclaimer, like, well, but like, you know, I I don't know enough. I used to do the same thing with astrology. Mm -hmm. That used to be... Like, no, like, I don't know a lot or human design. Like, I don't really know everything. I just know, like, a little bit. But it's like, no, you have to own that shit. In your mind, mm-hmm. I'm a specialist. I'm a finance specialist. And who's going to beat my ass about it? Nobody, because I know everything I need to know.
0: When I think about now, about my life story that I moved here when I was 22, on my own. Wow. With literally $1,000 and two suitcases. And then why do I ever doubt myself? Like, if I even go through something. If
1: you went through that? Um,
0: yeah. And in that video that I posted, I was like debating whether or not should I post it. Like I never want to show, Kali kind of come off as bragging or like showing off or something. But I posted it literally because of that 22 year old girl who moved here, who was like so ambitious and she wants to do everything, but she didn't have the how, yeah. but she just knew she's going to do it somehow. As I mentioned already, it's like when you're a pretty girl, people always kind of look down on you. And I also when in the beginning, we were talking about limiting beliefs. And when girls are like, I'm not pretty enough to find a man, sometimes women are like, just told, okay, this is all you have. Your
1: looks is yeah. all you have. Yep. And that's the only thing you, you know, you can deal with. One of my favorite quotes with this, because I've also experienced the same thing of like, well, it's okay. You'll just marry rich. Like that's, I'm, I'm Arab. Yeah. I'm like Lebanese ethnically. So that's a huge thing in my culture as well. But there's this quote that I literally live by and it's a share quote. And she was talking about in this interview, she was like, you know, my mom always says to me like, sure just marry a rich man. Just marry a rich man. And I said, mom, I am a rich man. Like, I don't need one. I literally am one. And I think that is like the the takeaway here is like you don't have to wait for somebody to save you. Like you can be your own hero if you just believe that you oh can god, do it. Oh my god, this is exactly what I said in that video. Yeah, literally, I, I love said it.
0: like I always used to think that I need a man to save me, but now I realize that
1: I can only save myself. This is so funny. It's, I love it. Like the, the the reoccurring themes are always so interesting when things come back up. But That's amazing. Honestly, I would love to see content from you with the financial piece. Like I just know so many women women are in need of a source of inspiration for that. So So just give yourself permission, really. You already have everything you need to be good at it. Yeah, I need to work on the
0: permission part. Okay, tell me, how can I give myself permission quickly?
1: (laughs) Give yourself permission. Here's what I would do. I would ask yourself, when will I feel qualified? What is it that I'm waiting for to qualify me? Do you have an answer to that question? Yeah, when I like have a million dollars in my bank account. Mm, Okay, because that's what financial success means to you? No. What does financial success mean to you? When you can buy whatever you want without thinking about it. Can you buy whatever you want without thinking about it?
0: I mean, I can't really buy a Lambo, but everything (laughs) regular, I can get. See, like that, like, that's the thing. Like there's levels to it. There's levels to it. But just because you're not at the top level. Like I can buy a new phone and I'll be fine. I can buy a laptop. I can, you know, go on vacation. I'll be like, all
1: right. Do you know how many people are not at that level that would love to be at that level? To them, that is fine. Like that is financial success. That's like top of the top of the chain of like being able to afford an iPhone if you need one or booking a vacation whenever. Like it's not about like... Our egos like to be like, okay, well, once we reach this status, then we're valid. But it's like, think about all of the people who are doing worse than you that would love to be where you are. You have everything you need to teach them how to get to where you are, right? You've been there. You've done it yourself. That's what I would focus Mm -hmm. more on is not helping the people that are at where you are now that want to be higher, helping the people that are at a lower level of awareness than you are and being able to guide them to get to where you are. I often like to say that I'm creating content for me
0: five years ago. That's exactly what it is. That girl. (laughs) needed the advice and that girl needed somebody to tell her like you should leave that shitty relationship if you're not happy you should like go after your dreams and even when I moved so I was in New York seven eight years I was doing makeup Mm -hmm. and also you said that I'm an investigator I used to study journalism can't make Yeah, I'm definitely an investigator but I always the the Scorpio you said in me always loved the physical appearance and beauty so I got into makeup and anyway I was living in New York and COVID happened everything was shut down Mm -hmm. and then I was flying back and forth to Miami because there was a lot of photo shoots happening here because New York was still shut down and then I was deciding like fuck it like I'm young now I don't have kids I'm not married like I'm single I can move if any time I should move it's now Mm -hmm. so I decided to move to Miami I got my place for six months and then And I was like, let's see how I like it. And when I moved here, I was like, I want to change my content. I was tired of makeup. I was tired of posting makeup tutorials. Obviously, I love beauty, but I'm like, I think I have more to share. And I also Mm -hmm. remember, this is so funny how like, I don't know why is this, why why is everything coming out (laughs) of this conversation? During COVID, I posted something on my Instagram and I was still like a beauty blogger back then. I posted something about that. I just don't feel right. I was just like, you know, Mm -hmm. being vulnerable and a girl, Mm -hmm. I know her name but i'm not gonna say (laughs) say her name she was like i don't think you should post this type of content and she was like a friend she was i mean at that time she was like a friend that i would like confide in or whatever she's like i don't think you should post stuff like this because brands don't really like to see that part and i was like okay i was just like being vulnerable and i was just like sharing how i feel but i mean think about it like three four years ago people weren't really sharing content like that on social media they were only like perfect picture perfect life but even like her comment like it's crazy how sometimes people say things that they don't even seem that important but like they stick with you like that comment i'm sure she doesn't even remember that she said that but i was mm-hmm. like why would you say something like that? i was just like being myself but mm-hmm. anyway when i moved here i was like i want to change my content so i just started posting like random things on tiktok and nobody was mm-hmm. on tiktok back then like nobody from the people i knew and Mm -hmm. I asked all of my friends like what should I do and they all said like oh just do makeup do beauty and I was like I don't want to do that so that's when I realized that like I shouldn't listen to everybody else I should listen to myself so I just started posting these random TikToks and random videos where I was just speaking to the
1: camera and sharing whatever was on my mind and Mm -hmm. people started resonating with that so it's crazy when you think about where your limitations start or where they where they came from it's like that one moment that she said that to you and it stuck in your brain for like ever but now that you know about it it's like Mm -hmm. oh okay now I can like reprogram that remember that I don't need to think that way or feel that way when I'm sharing my truth and speaking about things that I enjoy like I get to do whatever I feel like it and just following your passion specifically for you as a generator you are not doing anyone good when you're doing something that you don't enjoy that literally depletes you of your energy and that translates to other people they feel the same like okay I'm not really into this but like when you're doing something that lights you up that energy is so magnetic it's so infectious it's so impactful that it's like you owe it to yourself to only do the things that make you feel that way because you're you're much more imp- Impactful when you're doing it that way as well. So I love that for you. What would you say when you're like so
0: energy drained? When you're just you, you just can't. I don't really have those days anymore. When I just can't get out of bed. But like if somebody listening has those days, like what would you say to pick them up? Besides
1: smiling and then sitting around the apartment. Yes, I would say do a you day where you like block off everything on your calendar for one straight day and you don't make any plans, no plans at all, and you move intuitively through the whole day, start to finish. So it's like starting with the question of what can I do right now that will make me feel happy and like be present in the moment. For example, it can be something as simple as going to Starbucks and getting your favorite drink. It could be something as simple as going for a walk in the park, taking yourself to Target and just strolling around. Whatever it is that's going to help you feel good about what you're doing without needing to be productive or needing to do any of the things that you don't feel like doing because that's just going to make it worse. It's like prioritize yourself for that whole day and prioritize whatever it is that's going to light you up because that is what's going to raise your vibration and make you feel better. Not the routines that you think are okay this is what i need to do like checklists or like you know maybe like for example like a meditation or whatever the case may be just do one whole day of you doing only specifically what you feel like doing and that what lights you up and that is going to kind of replenish your energy levels and make you feel better at least the following day
0: okay i want to wrap this up by what is your like what is your routines or like what do you enjoy doing personally
1: i love researching astrology and human design that's two of my favorite like, I spend so much time doing that it's kind of obnoxious. I also love reading a lot. Um I love singing. I love dancing. I love creating content. And honestly my number one like grounding activity is I literally just go to the park like I was saying earlier. Like I just sit in nature and I just smell the air and I just sit there with myself. I listen to the nature sounds and I just ground myself in the present moment with that experience. That phone, is something without that. that without my mm-hmm, without all the distractions of the modern day world and my busy life like as a business owner there's always so many different things that I need to be tending to at any given time. And it's like being able to just disconnect and be a, being a human being in nature. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do to like really regulate myself. I started implementing no
0: phone days with my boyfriend. He is the one who like, he's not like a phone person. Like obviously he uses it for work and for calling his people, but he's not like on yeah. the phone the way I am. This is going to sound so crazy, but like the first time I left my apartment and I left my phone in the apartment and I was just out there and I was just like looking at the world. I. I wrote when I got home I wrote down no it's like how did that feel and I was like everything seemed brighter yeah the colors were more colorful yeah everything just seemed like it's I I was living. Yeah, I was living for myself. I wasn't living to like take a photo of something to take, you know, post it on Instagram. And I feel like ever since I started implementing these no phone days, and honestly, my relationship with my boyfriend changed me in such a in a positive way, because he's not like he's a very private person. He doesn't really care about, you know, followers He has like 12 posts on Instagram. So like, (laughs) (laughs) we're very different in that sense. Yeah, but I started realizing, I mean, I started just valuing me more. Mm -hmm. And then I don't have the need to constantly share and show off. And I mean, obviously I share content every single day because that's my job. But I used to share, like if I would go for a walk, I would share. If I would buy a bagel, if I would buy a coffee, if I would do like every single move I would share. Sometimes I have days when I share literally everything the same way, but it's not like, it's not the same
1: feeling. It's not the same intention. That is so gemini moon of you. Like, Gemini... <laughs> Gemini is really all about being social and like literally like you're talking about like updating people yeah. with things and like your day-to-day life and the little yeah. things that you're doing. That is so classic Gemini moon. I think that's actually like, if you feel good doing that, I think that's a good thing. That's just your way of like connecting with the world and kind of like, you know, feeling like you are maintaining that connection with the public where they know the little tidbits of your life like that are like what you're up mm-hmm. to. But I think that is also really amazing though. Like the no, the, I'm going to start doing that too. Like a whole day of just like not being on my phone. I feel like that would be so healing. So fun! I love it is, that. Like I can't even
0: explain. If we go out, maybe he would take his phone just like in case mm-hmm. of emergencies or something. Or maybe if he's having a no phone day, I put like I just bring my phone and like we just like we keep each other's phone so we don't have this need like oh let me just quickly check my instinct let me just quickly check my let me just quickly and then you just quickly. End up staring at your phone for all like, day three hours yeah. and scroll. And also when it comes to content and TikTok, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm just doing research and I'm just trying to see if this is what what's out there, but I'm actually just wasting my time consuming other people instead of like living my life and then sharing it for other people. 100
1: percent Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be implementing that for sure because like you said, it can be so I was gonna check so I checked my, my Instagram really quickly and then that leads yeah. to a whole other slew and of things. And then you so. reply
0: to seven messages and then then you like check your story views oh. and then you see somebody who annoyed you and then like there's just so much
1: going on so tell me you're moving you're currently in what city and you're moving washington uh so northern virginia but i've been really wanting to make the move to socal and i was actually going to ask you if you have any advice because this is something i've been manifesting for the longest time but for some reason like the the circumstances haven't really aligned i've been like wanting to do this move for like the last year or so so what advice do you have for me wanting to make that transition over there so i was living in new york and i
0: was flying back and forth so i already was like familiar kind of with the city my biggest push was whenever i was flying back into new york i was like i don't want to be here and whenever i was flying into miami i was so happy maybe it's the sunshine maybe it's the people maybe it's the energy i don't know but Mm -hmm. i was like what's the worst that can happen okay how i literally how i did it i had a friend who lived in miami and she i would like come and hang out with her and then in the meantime i would like meet up with real estate agents and look at apartments and see you know what's available and what's my budget and like what's actually doable for me i got up place for six months and I got a furnished apartment because I was like I'm not gonna buy and in New York I didn't really have many for like much furniture I like got rid of a bunch and then I had like Mm -hmm. I was like I'm gonna find a furnished apartment for six months to test it out and if I don't like it I'll move back I'm not gonna have a lot of cost when it comes to moving because I'm not gonna move furniture yeah and that's that was like the only thing pretty much honestly and we'll
1: need to do that then
0: there was a lot of new yorkers who were moving to miami so it wasn't that difficult to like but with your personality and your content and everything, I don't think you're gonna have any
1: issues with finding friends. But people sometimes. Well, I already know a lot about... of people who live out there, and that's actually one of the things I've been looking forward to is being able to connect with the community in person. So I don't have any more friends here. Um, but I'm definitely going to look into like furnished apartments. I think that would be so such a good way to really dip my toes in the water, but not necessarily yeah. have to take that big leap of faith. Do you have any recommendations in terms of financially how much money you should have put off to the side before you make a move like that? I think that
0: you should be able able to pay at least like three, four months of rent. Because even if let's say you don't have any money, let's pretend Mm -hmm. like you're at zero, but you can at least pay for your apartment and then you can figure out everything else. But if you're stressing every single day about like paying your rent and paying your, I don't know if your drive, your utilities, like you're not going to have time to focus on building your business or like expanding in any ways. You're just going to be stressing about shit, I can't make it this month. Some apartments, I don't know how it is in California, but here, if you like pay something upfront, and then you get like a one month off. And like, there's a lot of deals. But you can also find somebody, like if you have a friend, even if you don't even want to take an apartment all on your own, you can find a roommate and just like be with somebody for two, three months at least. And then if you think okay, this is where I want to stay. I wouldn't bury myself into like deep financial, not even just financial, just like contracts and obligations if you are not 100% sure. Because California, as far as I know, LA, things are like spread out. Sometimes like if you choose, like, let's say if you chose a wrong neighborhood for yourself, you're going to be like, fuck, why do I have to stay here for another year? If you break the lease, it's like three months rent or something. Yeah.
1: So, like test it yeah. out
0: before like signing contracts.
1: Yeah. That's definitely what I was going to do is actually take a trip with one of my friends who also wants to move out there and just kind of scoping out the areas. Um, but I love the idea of the furnished apartment and doing that. Cause I think that will be a really great way to dip my toes in the water and kind of feel it out before I actually take the big leap and sign up for the, the obligations in the long-term contract contracts and stuff so, so you're moving you with, with a that. friend or you're moving on your own so probably with one of my really good friends who already lives in california but she's in northern california and we both want to go to laguna beach that's like where we're looking at right now we'll have to see how that goes
0: well i'm sure you're gonna manifest it <laughs> but funny honestly for me whenever i moved with a friend we were always like the friendship didn't end well so.
1: oh i, I know, know I, that's that. the one thing i've also been keeping in the back of my mind is like i don't want to i don't want to like ruin that dynamic so i'll definitely have to see what kind of arrangement we can work out where we still get to kind of keep a boundary and keep things a little bit separate because that is definitely healthiest, I would agree. With my ex-roommate, I do not speak anymore, but... Oh, no. Yeah, I have, when I was in college, my, my roommate and I had a really bad falling out and and i would not want to do that again okay i'll just um, share one more story and then we're gonna wrap up about my roommate she was i
0: mean she was a good girl but it was just weird so like one day i was taking a shower i was washing my hair and my hair was in the drain like you know i, I just forgot to throw it out and i'm usually yeah. i'm like a very self-aware so like i don't want to be in anybody's way like in the and like it was her apartment whatever so i had my hair in the drain and she calls me and she's like hey can you clean that up and I was like super embarrassed I'm like yeah I'm sorry like okay I I cleaned it up the next three four times (laughs) three four weeks I don't know like she kept on leaving her hair in the drain and I was like you know I'm not gonna say anything I'm not gonna be like so passive whatever and then after the like third time I called her and I was trying to be funny I'm like are you collecting this for something because she had like a few piles you know how girls sometimes like leave piles of hair somewhere Mm -hmm. I was like are you collecting this for something like I was just trying to be funny and she's like oh sorry I forgot but I'm like you made such a huge deal that I Didn't throw my hair out once, and like now, like I can literally braid (laughs) with your hair. But like we were good friends before that. But it's honestly like if you traveled with your friend before, then it's you probably know her habits. Yeah, it's safer than just like moving in with somebody that you kind of know. Yeah, let me just. First off, thank you for being on the podcast. This is like mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite conversations ever. <laughs> so thank you for being that. here. Please share. Me. Share your socials. I know you have a coaching program. Share where mm-hmm. can people find you and all the details.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, it's been so great being on this podcast. I've really enjoyed our conversation as well. Social media links. You can find me on TikTok, on Instagram. And I do have coaching applications if you want to work with me one-on-one and you want to manifest your dream life, dream career, dream income, dream relationships you can submit an application to work with me and my website has all the information on my story as a coach what i do and also like previous success stories applications are open if you are interested in working with me and if i have any spots open we'll be able to get you in and then if not it'll just be a wait list so people can find me through there did you share your social or handle or you just said they can um help? it's not uh, it's on instagram it's nadia.khalid i believe with two d's and uh, i can't remember the exact because i've changed it recently like something really small I'll about put it i in the. I'll I'll put it in the, the description. description yeah that'd be great because i literally can't even remember exactly <laughs> format <laughs> oh but well, my website is uh
0: okay that i love that well thank you again for being here and thank you everybody for listening and i'll see you next week and this is going to be in two parts so make sure that you check both parts I guess. <laughs>
1: amazing this is very-